Welcome back to South Florida Sunday. Sharina with you. And today I have the pleasure of introducing Jerry Haffey Jr. to you. Uh, Jerry is a U.S. Army combat veteran as well as the founder of Fort Freedom. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Of course. Good morning. Good morning. So for those who don't know, what is uh, Fort Freedom? Fort Freedom is a 12-week campus supporting post-9-11 veterans, uh, assisting and aiding in minimizing the suicide amongst the veterans and helping with their post-traumatic stress disorder and a lot of the failure to transition back into civilian life. Mm, Yeah, definitely. I I understand the need for this as well. But why did you create the program, just so everyone else knows? Yeah, good good question. Um, So I was, as you mentioned, I was... uh, in the, in the United States Army, I uh, served in Iraq from 2005 to 2006. I uh, did Army rec- Recon, oh, wow. and uh, when I came home, I had a tough time. Mm. Um, I know PTSD, um, struggled with the, you know suicidal thoughts and things. So it was a very difficult transition. Um, I was able to find help, find different tools and techniques, gather them from all different places, and. Then I ended up uh, having the opportunity to work in behavioral health for, uh, now it's been about 17 years, Mm. and I learned a lot about mental health, about anxiety, depression, trauma, all the things that, treatment modalities for for those uh, disorders. And then my experience from what I personally went through with having PTSD and having that failure to transition from the military, uh, the worlds collided in a beautiful way. And I said, I have the opportunity to, and the experience to give back and launch a true 501c3 nonprofit for mm-hmm. freedom for veterans who are struggling. Well, thank you again for your service. And of course, thinking of others and creating a program like this. So when you came home, there was not really anything like this for you, right? Unfortunately, no. So I'm going to make something clear. I'm a fan of, of the VA mm-hmm. and the VA does some things very well. And admittedly, to this point, I think they understand that mental health and, and, and the, 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 the transition that soldiers and combat soldiers and veterans and whatnot go through is, is, is very difficult. So they admit that that's a tough thing to take on. They're constantly trying to improve and move forward. Um, but I don't know if they were ready for all of that. Yeah, I get your point. The VA is an amazing agency and work really well to uh, keep our veterans healthy. But at the time, they were only working with the resources that they do have. And you kind of stepped in and filled in the gaps. Right. right. And we love to work with the VA. We'll work with folks from the state and, and the county levels. And we've been doing that and we will continue to. And then there's many other providers as well who yeah. do great veteran care now. So it's good to see everybody standing up and, and uh, marrying the public sector and the private sector together for, for a common cause. Yeah, it takes a village. It's not just one, one entity. Exactly. It takes a village. Yeah. Exactly. Um, can you talk about what soldiers may encounter when they come home, even if they haven't really experienced war? You know, common theme is, uh, you know, when you take that uniform off and you transition back, um, there's a lot of psychological pieces that go with that. For example, you know, think about an athlete, you know, an athlete finishes their career, they take that uniform off. Well, when they had that uniform on, they were, they were 
they were celebrated. They were mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they had that sense of purpose. They had that, that everybody recognized them as that's their brand. That's kind of who you are. This is what you're about. And when that goes away, suddenly people are like, oh yeah, you know, you're always a veteran, of course, or you were always an athlete. Whatever analogy we might be using, but at the end of the day, you're no longer that. So what are you? Yeah. And you start to get lost in yourself. And then what happens is the struggles or the traumas you may have gone through now start to develop and foster and manifest. And they cause you to be sad. And you're like, why am I sad? Mm. And, and what's going on? And I'll tell you specifically with combat veterans like myself, that sadness is actually a dopamine deficiency. Well, how did I get that? Well, dopamine is what your happiness or your sadness, your happiness level, right? Mm -hmm. Well, why is my dopamine level suppressed? Why is it so low? Well, it's low because I'm an adrenaline junkie now. I've gone to war. I've been I've been blown up. I've 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 gone on over 35 killer capture missions. Well, what does that do to you? I do that all in one year, right? What does that do to you? It drives your dopamine up to a euphoric state. When I come back to normal life. Not to be sad or anything, but like, it's, it's different. boring. Yeah. It's boring. And I'm like, well, why am I sad? Well, I'm not. So here's some things that, that veterans will do when they come back from war or from their experiences to get motorcycles. Why? Because mm. they're chasing these adrenalines and these pushes. They're trying to satisfy their dopamine level and, 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 and get that thing boosted. And it's, it's not healthy. Some mm. of them turn to drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, it's one or two or three things that are negative and not impactful yeah. to a happy life. Very so slippery over, slope. Right. So what, so, so what we do for freedom is we're filling the gap. Exactly. And there's also an element where, you know, you've been away for so long that you come back and your family and your friends are different. They've moved on with their lives. They're into different things, right? You got it. Yeah. I mean, you know, some of the simpler things I've heard uh, consistently as well is, you know, sitting at red lights now, like uh, heart bumping, thinking the bus is, uh, you know, next to you or are going to unfortunately blow up or things like that because those are the things you see and that happen in war and you bring them home and it's scary. You know, nightmares, sleep, all these symptoms, and they just collide with that adrenaline deficiency. And next thing you know, you're depressed, you've got trauma, and you need to get help. Yeah. Speaking of help, what kind of programs and services do you offer at Fort Freedoms? Can you run through them? So we have a 12-week campus experience down in South Florida. And then we also have a 12-week curriculum virtually. So we wanted to offer veterans and family members of those diagnosed with PTSD. And by the way, Fort Freedom is at no cost to the veterans oh, or wow. the family members. Yeah, that's amazing. So we are completely funded by private donors, corporate donors, and we are working as closely as we can with the state of Florida because that's the state we're in currently. So if you are at the on-campus experience, uh, our guys come from all over the, all over the country mm. um, and uh, we're very small, so we bring four guys at a time at most. Mm-hmm. And we take them through the 12-week program. It's very individualized and very intense. They're going to have, uh, they're going to learn how to meditate and do a morning routine. Mm-hmm. They're going to learn about gratitude. They're going to then have a, a doctor of trauma doing mm-hmm. individual sessions with them. They have a master's level spirituality counselor working with them individually. They're going to have uh, a, a sports medicine masseuse. We're going to have a physical training. So we do core exercises that are very good. We don't overextend veterans' 
shoulders, knees, and backs, because all our shoulders, knees, and backs are kind of messed up from what you go through in the military. Yeah. So the trainer is unbelievable. He's very mindful and aware of what is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have what's called what we call, we've deemed it posture therapy. So it's an alignment, low-impact uh, therapy that's done individually, and every guy comes through and gets it. And what happens is, is he helps realign your posture, your shoulders, your hips, and your knees, and get you standing upright. Ooh, okay. It's funny whenever we mention that service, so I'm talking to, I'm sitting with. They start sitting up and putting their posture. Yeah, up. honestly, and I did go, it too. I need that. Yeah, yeah. They go, <laughs> I need that, and I said, everybody needs a little posture correction here. So, but you know, those are those are most of the services. We also have an alumni who graduated the program. And he came back and he took a job with us and he's a chef. Oh, wow. So what he does is he's integrating food into the experience mm-hmm. and educating them and feeding them. And we've got this just beautiful all-giving all program. Absolutely. Uh, and then flipping over to the curriculums real quick for the virtual services. You know, again, 12-week, one-hour sessions once a week. Or we fit your schedule. We're very easygoing with that. Okay. And what we're going to do is, is that's all master's level um, social workers. So experienced with helping vets, experienced with building curriculum, understanding how to address the issues or the concerns. And what we do is we offer that for male veterans, for female veterans, which is a different curriculum, of course, mm-hmm. and family members of those diagnosed PTSD. So, for example, if my wife, because I was diagnosed PTSD, wanted to call and set up a totally curriculum with a master's of cancer to get education and informed on flags, symptoms, things that might be going on, like how to live with, that's what that curriculum looks like. I so, love that. Yeah, you, know, you, have to, you have to build that support network yes. around Absolutely. Because sometimes it, it can be lonely as well, um, going through these things. Uh, what about people who aren't married? Do you have like a community of for course, them? Some, 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 uh, you know, one of the biggest symptoms of PTSD in the veteran community is isolation. Mm. So we do get folks, I mean, we get guys that are, that are homeless sometimes and isolated and they do not have that support network around them like you're mentioning, right? Mm-hmm. So we have that support built in with our team, our staff, of course, but furthermore, all of our alumni sign up to do peer discussions and guide guys through the program. And you said that you guys are local, right? Uh, Where is Fort Freedom located? So Fort Freedom's in Palm Beach County. Um, We're in actually Palm Beach Gardens, and we're west of the highway up there. So uh, we've got a 1.5-acre campus. It's, uh, It's our little piece of heaven we love. Um, and then, of course, virtual services. Uh, you could be anywhere in the country. The big thing with virtual is, you know, because the campus is small, we usually have a waiting list, mm, which okay. I hate to say. I hate it. So I don't love that. But to solve it, the team and I sat together and we said, well, why don't we offer virtual services because we can offer more care for folks. Yeah. And we can offer it immediately. We didn't want our veterans who we love so much, not having the opportunity to get an appointment to talk to a specialist, a master's level person right now to help them. So Jerry, maybe there's someone listening right now who is struggling with their mental health. Uh, what do you have to say to them? Call for freedom. And don't be afraid to, like, we're not, we're not mean. <laughs> we're, we, we, we love when we get a call and it's a challenge for us to provide our mission. 
So just don't be hesitant about, oh, I don't know them, or they're going to judge me, or whatever might be going on. It's not real. Mm. It's not real. It's, it's fake in your own yeah. head. And I have been there, and I can speak to that. And the team that will answer the phone, ask for freedom, they are completely empathetic and understanding. And again, we will provide a service as quickly as we possibly can. That's what I would say. We are speaking with Jerry from Fort Freedom right here in Palm Beach County. How can uh, they get in touch with you? So I would tell folks in this day and age, go to the website, which is myfortfreedom.org. So M-Y-F-O-R-T-F-R-E-E-D-O-M.org. And uh, how can people also support your mission? Uh, Good question. So as I mentioned, we need support. We always need support. We love folks to support us because we believe in what we do. So uh, on the website, again, we have, uh, you know, we have a donate now button. And I'm talking about like you can do something simple and do $5 a month or whatever you might be comfortable with. One of the campaigns that's really been fun um, that people have got behind, and I wish it didn't exist, to be honest, but it's but but it's it's something that folks have grabbed onto, is uh, in 2021 the VA put out a stat for 17 veterans a day commit suicide, mm-hmm. which is a horrible stat and we hate it. Yeah. We want to take it to zero, but people said we should do $17 a month, and folks started signing up to to pay $17 a month because they felt very connected to a mission yeah. and to the mission of driving that number down, and they felt like they could participate. So if you went to our Donate Now page, you would be able to see different options. You could, again, you could put a a dollar a month. You could put $5 a month. You could put the 17. Whatever is is acceptable in your own eyes for what you're, you're willing and able to do, we are absolutely thrilled. Thank you so much for joining me today, Jerry, and for sharing your services with the audience. Oh, of course. Have a great day. Thank you. You too.